Cantrell, and this is Compassionate Journeys, conversations about home care and hospice presented by Home Health Foundation. Today I'm joined by Jill Bradley, who worked for Home Health VNA for 17 years as a physical therapist assistant before her job, like so many others, was turned upside down by COVID-19. Jill, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'd love it if you could please tell us how you transitioned into the role of video visit coordinator for all of Home Health Foundation. Well, I was a clinician in the field for 17 years, and when we are in the process of changing over our medical record system, our electronic medical record system, um, there were some opportunities to do different things in the office as far as helping out with different processes to get the, the new system up and running. Mm. So um, during that journey, I was asked if I'd be interested in um, being a video visit coordinator due to COVID and things happened pretty quickly with that. Um, it was a position that was offered to me and hopefully. Um, yeah, so um, for people who don't know what video visits are, for example, um, what is it and who takes advantage of it? So. Video visits were born out of the COVID um, crisis. Mm -hmm. um, it was our way to be able to reach out to our patients and provide uh, different types of care um, and stay connected when people were so hesitant about people coming in and out of their yeah. houses at the time. So it was a nice way to decrease our footprint in the house, meaning less staff going in, um, but still staying connected and being able to deliver you know, patient care. Um, through the video visits. Can any patients do a video visit or what are the requirements? Yeah, so I think every patient, um, there's different situations. Most patients can do the video visits, um, especially if they have a caregiver in the home that can mm -hmm. assist with answering the call. Um, but, you know, d people, depending on their cognitive function, you know, what level they're at, how much assistance they need, um, they can get that help from their caregiver in the home, or we can talk them through it over the phone and do teaching as well. Um, I've done several practice video visit calls mm. with patients who have a hard time answering the call coming in um, because they don't have experience with the technology. So um, yeah, anybody can receive the video visits. We use them for different reasons. They can be used for nursing visits, physical therapy, OT, uh, the dietitian, the social worker can connect through video visits. Um, and it's also a great way to triage patients if they call in with an issue. Um, we can better physically assess them because we can see them um, rather than just trying to uh, go through the telephone call and, and not know exactly what's going on, uh, not being able to lay eyes on the issue. Yeah. Did you have any, um, maybe pushback isn't the right word, but any concerns or uh, resistance at first because I, I feel like a lot of people really just like to see their doctors and their visiting nurses and their social workers and of course in COVID they can't but this is another new and scary potentially scary thing on top of COVID which is a huge unknown so did, did you have to address any concerns just about the technology in general? Um, I think it was just there's a uh, learning period for everybody yeah. involved as far as clinicians, how they could best use the technology uh, for the patient-centered goals that they had for each discipline. Um, so I think once people had more exposure to it and got more comfortable with it, then um, you know we see it being used more. Um, I wouldn't say there was any 
you know, anything other than just something that, uh, that was new that people yeah. had to get used to doing. Um, but I've really enjoyed my time being able to work with clinicians and teach them how to use the technology um, as well as patients and caregivers too. So, were the clini- Maybe the clinicians were actually really excited for this new opportunity to connect because they, maybe there was a lot of frustration at not being able to do visits or, or maybe just felt, I don't know, you tell me, maybe they felt like they were potentially missing things where they weren't able to... To right. get in there and see things. Yeah, so I think, you know, there there is that frustration when, when people are concerned about letting people into their homes, mm. um, especially earlier in, in COVID when it first uh, emerged. Um, but I think people, once they started using it, they were more yeah. comfortable with it. Um, and, and just, you know, they may not have a clear view of, of everything they can do with it until they actually do it. And then they can say, okay, well, then I can see this much of the home. I can assess this um, as well. I can do caregiver instruction. I think once they had more tools in their toolbox with it, um, they felt more comfortable with it. Something else that you had mentioned to me too earlier, which I, I thought was, well, I hadn't thought of right away, but made a lot of sense to me, was the fact that um, that it might be comforting to a patient who can see people's expressions, whereas you and I right now are masked and we, we can see each other's eyes. We know we're smiling at each other, but it's a, it, it might be trickier. Um, maybe it's, it's just nicer, I think, to, to be able to see everybody. I think that's a huge plus with the video visits. I think it really allows patients to see their clinicians and can see their smile and, and their reaction to them. And I mean, you can't show, it's hard to show empathy through a mask. Mm. So I think that's uh, something that has really been missing with patient care is being able to be in there um, without masks and to see the patient without a mask on as well. Yeah. Um, because you can read so much more from people's facial expressions um, without the mask, obviously. So I think that's been a huge plus. I Just with the test calls I've done with patients, or I have done some PT uh, video visits as well, they've really enjoyed, you know, they react immediately when you smile. It yeah. brings a smile on their face. Mm. Um, and, you know, you can joke with them and you can see, you know, <laughs> how they're feeling about the technology and the video visit um, and get them more comfortable too. So I think that's been a huge plus in this day and age. Have they been able to use the iPads for any contact with their families as well, or is it really strictly for medical purposes only? Um, so the, the nice feature about the technology, the software that we use, it allows patients to connect with, with uh, a family member as well. So the family member can use the technology to call to the patient's iPad um, and be able to do a visit, just a social visit with them as mm-hmm. well. Um, the iPads also have the function of Zoom on them, so um, it's a nice way to connect with doctor's offices. Um, we've had several uh, doctor's offices use Zoom to see the patient while the nurse is in there as well, um, to be able to assess things that they wouldn't be able to because the patient isn't able to get out and into the office right now, or it's not safe for them to do it. Um, so that's been a huge plus is giving people technology, having it at their fingertips to use, whereas prior to this, they, they don't have a home computer or even a smartphone to be able to do that. And the technological requirements, 
it doesn't sound like it's a huge learning curve. Would you mind maybe taking me through an example? Like if I'm a patient and I, and I don't know anything, which is really <laughs> not far off. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's basically just knowing when we uh, deploy an iPad to a patient's home, the clinician bringing it in will do a te teaching session, session with them and we'll also do a test call so they can actually show them how to answer the call. Um, it, it basically just, you have to be able to press the home button of the iPad yep. um, to wake it up and then press the home button a second time, you'll see the two apps, HRS is the, is the video visit uh, platform that we use, and also Zoom, so you just touch on the icon and then you're in the, the area that you need to be to receive the call. A message will pop up that your clinician is ringing and they just have to touch a blue video icon on the screen to accept the call. So that's all there is to it. It is. Yeah. I mean, sometimes with our uh, some of our patients who don't have any experience with technology at all, it's yeah. a it's a learning curve to try to prompt sure. them to be able to even press the home button yep. correctly, get into the right screen. But um, my the, our patients surprise us, surprise yeah. me every day. In, um, in being able to pick up on it and, and do it, even the ones we thought may have some difficulty with some time and teaching that they're able to do it. That must be really rewarding for you. It is. I, that's, that's the part I, I most enjoy is calling our patients, doing test calls, uh, making sure that they're comfortable. Um, and the feedback I've gotten from the patients that I've done video visits with has been all great. I mean, they just love it. They think it's more convenient. It's less invasive. Um, they feel it's, you know, they look forward to the next time is what they would yeah. tell me um, when I did one. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. Have you ever been tipped off though? Like, oh, this patient's really frustrated. Have you ever had to call somebody <laughs> like dreading the call? No, I, <laughs> nope. I, I like, I like the challenge sure? <laughs> of it. <laughs> no, because usually you can find a way. Usually it's people are frustrated. If you can identify that yeah. and try to just talk to them and, and make them feel better about the process um, and try to alleviate that frustration, then yeah. um, I haven't had anybody that has has really had that hard of a time with it. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah. too, I find that if people are upset, sometimes it's not exactly that that they're upset about. Maybe they're just upset about a whole situation in general. Exactly. It can be something else yeah. totally unrelated in their day. Yeah, um, so but maybe you your, know, your call just might even make them feel better in general. I try to. I, I like to joke around with, with our our patients and, you know, get them to feel good about yeah. what we're doing. So um, I hopefully I'm having that positive impact on them. Has it been very different from you? Because you were, I mean, 17 years, you were hands on and you were, you know, with patients, this is a very different role. What was that transition like for you? Um, I mean, you really stepped up. It was, uh, it was a journey of uh, getting up to speed with technology myself. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I've always had an iPhone and an iPad, but you know, not really, I would call myself tech savvy at all. But I mean, after being immersed in it, I feel pretty confident about, about more things that wouldn't have been part of my job description before hmm. being a clinician in the field. Um, so it's been rewarding in that sense. I've been able to do things that I, did, I couldn't even imagine a year ago that I'd be doing, so. Do you ever ex express that to somebody who might have a little trepidation? Because if I heard that story, I might feel like, oh, well, Jill did it. Now she's running this entirely new created department. Yeah. I mean, so if it's very empowering, I think. If we have um, 
you know, a clinician that says, I'm very technology challenged, I'm old school, or yeah. <laughs> however they, they put it, yeah. um, I, I tell them honestly, I mean, outside of logging into my email, um, I probably wasn't in any different position than you are now before yeah. I did all this. I'm like, you just need to spend some time with it and get comfortable. And, um, and you know, we have a great telehealth team that uh, is always available for support um, for clinicians and patients. Yeah. And I do feel like there are a lot of benefits to this technology, and I don't think this technology is necessarily going away. Do you get that feeling that even after the COVID crisis passes, and I say that with great hope, as well as a little bit of confidence, um, you know, especially with the vaccine on the horizon, but I feel like telehealth is really the future. I, I feel the same. I mean, I think that, you know, there are situations that will always require in-home care. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a great... Yes. Wound care, for example. Yeah, wound yeah. care, IVs. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this is a great adjunct to um, an enhancement of patient care that we can connect with them so quickly um, and get eyes on them, um, whereas before we didn't have that capability. Uh, when we went through the whole medical record transition period, we changed devices from the iPads. We use those as clinicians um, to a tablet. And so we had this inventory of iPads available to us, and that's what we've been using to deploy to our patients, um, was the iPads that we had that we used prior to our new system. Oh, that was almost... I don't know if I should use the word lucky, but it was almost a coincidence that they were available and then this happened and they were right there. Right. Yeah. We were very fortunate wow. to, to be in that position Yeah. Um, that we could so quickly turn them around. Uh, the, our MIS department, you know, um, because they only have HRS and Zoom on them. It's not all the icons that you'd normally see on an iPad. Uh, we're able to configure them yeah. um, to do this, and we're you know we we can literally deploy these iPads in a you know a couple of minutes notice um, when needed. So it's a great system. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's I think too it's another tool to give patients maybe added confidence. Like if I'm having emergency symptoms or if I'm really not feeling well, you know, eyes can be on me really quickly. Yeah, we can better triage our patients, uh, patient calls into yeah. the office. Um, anybody in the office can access through a laptop and do mm -hmm. a, a call to the patient um, if needed instantly. Um, that way we can, we know, we better know whether it's something, a more emergent issue that they need to, you know, call 911 right away or if it's something that, you know, we'll schedule an in-home visit to address or if it can wait um, to the next scheduled visit. That's so, a huge benefit. It is. It's, it's definitely uh, a big change um, that we didn't, a, a big plus that we didn't have available to us last year. Absolutely. Yeah. And Zoom too. I mean, Zoom, everybody hears it. I think a lot of older people, um, well, a lot of people of, of all ages, actually, I shouldn't have said that, but um, I mean, really a lot of people use that now. And maybe if they feel like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I should be downloading that. Um, there was a relative in my own life that felt like, oh, I'm missing all these meetings. You know, my garden club is meeting on Zoom, mm. you know, but I don't know if I should download it or I don't know how this works. But if you've already introduced them to the technology and they have it right there, it seems to me that that it gives them added confidence and connects them to so much more and just opens their world up a little bit more in this very isolating time. Right. And it, it allows families to be more 
um, in tune with what's going on with their loved ones, our patients, yeah. um, because they could literally zoom in on a nursing visit if needed, if, mm. you know, if multiple, you know, if the patient's son and daughter or whoever wanted to join in on the conversation, the patient wanted them to, um, then they could zoom in on the session. And, and that way you're teach giving everybody the same information all at once. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's very important that we provide this service to our patients. That sounds critical, especially where families probably aren't visiting as well. Right. And they're probably just feeling like they're out of the loop or not as engaged. Right. And then, you know, after discharge, hopefully if they're mm -hmm. comfortable enough with the technology, then their loved ones can get them, you know, a device to continue. Yeah. Um, once they've been exposed to it and get comfortable with the process of it. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked a lot about them um, in home health, but... Uh, the devices are also used quite a bit at High Point House, which is our hospice and palliative care residence, which is part of Merrimack Valley Hospice. Um, and I know that they're used there for some of the same reasons that we've already talked about, social workers um, and um, even music therapy, I believe. Yeah. Is there anything that I'm forgetting? So um, I, the chaplains yes. and music That's therapists. Huge. Yes. Yep. And um, and social workers are... are um, prominent users of the technology and video visits because they're not doing in-home mm -hmm. um, visits at this time. But uh, it's really used quite widespread in hospice, even in the community as well. Um, you know, once again, chaplains, social workers, yeah. um, and the music therapists uh, also. Um, and it, it's, it's great because it really allows just that more, um, more enhanced communication when you can see the family members with the patients and rather than just a phone call to address issues. Yeah. When you've been doing the training with patients, have you, do, does anything stand out? Any, any specific comments or anything that anybody said? Um, or any stories that you've heard? Yeah. It, usually it's just some quick laughs about what, you know, about the process of answering or what they're doing. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. big to, that I can think of right away, but you know, it always usually involves at least one laugh during the, the call, you know, trying to break the ice with it and getting people to feel good about, you know, doing it. Um, so I've really enjoyed, like I said before, that process of contacting the patient and, and getting them um, more involved with it. Well, we all need more laughter in our lives. Exactly. We all yeah. need things to feel good about now. So I think that's a huge tool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I would hope that as more time goes on that we're getting family members even more connected with our patients through the technology. Um, and our support can also be extended to family members if they're, you know, want to download the app yeah. themselves to be able to do it and talk them through the process. So um, that's that's been a wonderful aspect of this as well. Oh, I'm so glad to know this. Well, thank you so much, Jill, for all this information. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I hope uh, I hope more people are, you know, in tune with video visits and using the video visits um, because I really feel it's a positive um, way to enhance our care for our patients. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said before, it seems like the future. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Thank you.